The Heart of St. Thomas More, Daily Reflections, August 19th. Howbeit, very long lasteth no man with the surfeits of gluttony. For undoubtedly nature, which is sustained with right little, as well appeared by the old fathers that so many years lived in the desert, with herbs only and roots, is very sore oppressed, and in manner overwhelmed, and with the great weight and burden of much and diverse viands, and so much laboreth to master the meat, and to divide, and separately to send it into all parts of the body, and there to turn it into the like and retain it, that she is by force and great resistance of so much meat as she hath to work upon, of which every part laboreth to conserve and keep his own nature and kind such as it is, wearied and overcome, and giveth it over except it be helped by some outward aid. And this driveth us of necessity to have so much recourse to medicines, to pills, potions, plasters, clysters, and suppositories. And yet all too little. Our gluttony is so great, and therewith so diverse, that while one meat digesteth, another lieth and putrefieth. And ever we desire to have some help to keep the body in health. And when we be counseled to live temperately and forbear our delicacies and our gluttony, that will we not hear of it, but fain would have some medicines as purgatives and vomits to pull down and void that we cram in too much. And in this we fare, as the great moral philosopher Plutarch saith, like a foolish master of a ship that goeth not about to see the ship tight and sure, but letteth by his carelessness his ship fall on a leak, and then careth not yet to stop the chinks, but set more men to the pump, rather with much travail and great peril to draw it dry, than with little labor and great surety to keep it dry. Thus we fare, saith Plutarch, that through intemperate living drive ourselves to sickness, and patch us up with physic, where we might with sober diet and temperance have less need of, and keep ourselves in health. This is a difficult reading. St. Thomas More is talking about gluttony. He details the habit in a very graphic way. And then he turns it into a simile, or he shares a simile between gluttony and ships that aren't carefully sailed. Water gets in time and time again, and then time and time again, men with buckets have to get the water out. And this is similar to when men are eating and eating and eating, and to fight 
the parts of them that are going to start expanding from eating and eating and eating. They rely on medicine. He lists these medicines, pills, potions, plasters, clysters, and suppositories. In our day, uh, this might just be reduced to pills. He says it's not enough. He says people are given advice often, live more temperately, give up the delicacies, the gluttony. It reminds us of previous readings where we're called to forbear uh, riches of the world which are, are harmful. One of which being an excessive amount of fine food or an excessive amount of junk food. So he quotes Plutarch and in the simile, there's a foolish master of a ship. He doesn't go around doing the wise thing, keeping it tight and sure. But instead, it starts leaking. Out of, out of a long time of carelessness, leaks start to form. And they're not taken care of immediately. They grow more and more. And then, like I said, the men with buckets have to take the place of, of medicine. They have to act as if... Uh, they were the medicine of the boat. The way Plutarch phrases it is that we live with intemperate living, no temperance, which is a virtue, probably an opposite virtue to gluttony. And through living intemperately, we become sick. And then we patch ourselves up with medicine. Otherwise, we could just rely on that temperance and rely on sober diet, as he says, which perhaps means recommended diet or the naturally intuitive diet, which St. Thomas More previously mentions. He says, undoubtedly nature, which is sustained with right little. He finds this self-evident. And he even turns to the faith and talks about the old fathers of the church who would live in the desert and abstain from, from coming anywhere close to gluttony. It seems like they didn't even have the option of gluttony with what was uh, at hand with them, just herbs and roots. I want to be reminded of St. James the Less from this reading who claims that our speech is the wheel of a ship. It's a small, unnoticeable part that makes all the difference. The tongue really is what he's talking about. And in the Bible also, it sometimes says the lips can be defiled by improper speaking. Or there will be people who say they're unworthy of praising God because 
Their lips are so defiled that even if they say good things, it will pass through their defiled lips. These are readings in the Old Testament which are uh, surpassed and, and mended by, by Christ, who, uh, through ordination of priesthood, can work through any man, defiled or pure. It also reminds me of Christ's parable of the wheat and the weeds. From the book of Matthew, he proposed another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the cop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then, at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. Weeds here, it says in uh, Catholic Bible study footnote, are actually a specific weed called Darnell. So it's one weed that one enemy has sowed it's a poisonous weed that in its first stage of growth resembles wheat. And the divine gardener, having all knowledge and all insight, knows that at the time of harvest this will be a, a manageable thing. But he knows it is crucial before the time of harvest to mend his field very wisely. We'll conclude with a prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.